You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show Thursday, flying by the seat of my pants, but ready to perform for you, ladies and gentlemen, as the Schiff meets the fan... <laughs> I'll explain what that's all about very shortly, but uh, it looks like Adam Schiff uh, is in a whole lot of trouble, and some people are saying he needs to be booted from Congress. And I agree, because, you know, uh, I'm not prepared to uh, let all this stuff fade into the rearview mirror of history. Are you? Are you ready to let Russia collusion fade into the rearview mirror of history after you were slapped around for supporting Donald Trump and you were called a disseminator of disinformation and misinformation and a denier and a white supremacist and a mega fascist and all that? You ready to let that go in the rearview mirror? Of history, are you ready to fight back and see some people be perp-walked? Because I'm about there. No, I'm beyond there. We were mad about it at the midterms. We were mad about it in 2020. And since then, the abuses and usurpations have piled up. And now the shift is hitting the fan, and other things are hitting the fan, and we are seeing once again that on Capitol Hill, and pardon the expression, but it appears the only people with balls are the people who weren't born with them. I'll explain what that is all about coming up on the show. Here's the number, though. It's 800-922-6680, Just a point of personal privilege for a moment here. Uh, the reason why I am flying by the seat of my pants is because I took my daughter to high school for the very last time today. And I just want to, I don't want to make a big deal out of it, but we share our life stages with our audience on the radio. And I have since I was a single guy living in Minneapolis and, uh, and I was a married guy living in Cincinnati and a new father living in Cincinnati and moved to Washington, D.C., raising kids. And one graduated from high school, one just graduated from college, and now... I have a daughter graduating from high school, and now, you know, like so many times, I, I, I have become that guy, you know, that guy. I'm that guy with the, uh, with the lawnmower in the cul-de-sac neighborhood. I'm that guy who has uh, new kids, you know, toddlers. I'm that guy who's the soccer coach, or the, that didn't last very long. Thank God. Uh, I'm, I'm that guy who's the, uh, the baseball coach. I'm that guy who uh, now doesn't have either living parents. And then I'm that guy who's going to be coming an empty nester. It's um, it is a it is a glorious and occasionally tragic life that we live, and uh, I relish all of it. Today, I drove my daughter to school for the last time, and I started driving both of my kids, with a few exceptions, to and from school their first day of school and in daycare as well. And I didn't have to. I could have loaded them on a bus. I had a schedule. I was very fortunate I was able to do that. I was able to drive with them. I was able to watch them. I was able to talk to them. I was able to gauge their mood. Most of the time riding with a teenage girl to school in the morning, you ain't going to get nothing because they don't like to talk. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you that right now. But I still relished every moment of it, every glorious second of it i tell my daughter every day of her life every day of her life i would say do you know who loves you more than anyone in the history of mankind and it got to the point where i'd say things like 
hey, did you study that that uh, in history today? They had that question. And she goes, you. Because she got it ad nauseum. It was, do you know who lives from, loves you more than anybody in history of mankind? It was a running joke. So she'd just say, you. I'd say the words, do you? You. And my son, every day when I drop him off at school, I'd say, you're a good man, William. I just wanted to impress on them how much they were loved and how much they're appreciated. It is a glorious thing being a parent. It is a glorious and glorious thing. And the most important thing you can do, and I'll, I'll end it on this, the most important thing, I believe, other than the obvious providing sustenance, leadership, the most important thing you can do with your kids is enjoy them. Enjoy them. So, did you hear Newsmax beat uh, CNN again? Yeah, 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 Newsmax. Newsmax, by the way, is, uh, is available in 20 million fewer cable homes than CNN. And we don't even have forced viewership in airports everywhere. <laughs> we did it again. We did it again. Nielsen Data, 8 o'clock Eastern, prime time. Eric bowling the ballots, 510,000 people watching. Anderson Cooper, 496. A kaboom. Rob Schmidt tonight, great show. They're all great. Don't get me wrong. Rob Schmidt tonight, 579,000 versus Aaron Burnett's out front. Is that it? Hmm. What they call Anderson Cooper's show, it's probably the opposite of out front. Anyway, uh, 525000 On Monday night, Eric Bowling's show was nearly tied with Anderson Cooper, who won the hour. But Eric Bowling's going to join us today on the show. And this is a really big deal because we are going through some unbelievable times in our country. And we are, and I hate to use the word existential crisis, but yeah, yeah, we are. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows the southern border. Everybody knows what's going on with, with China. Everybody knows. Uh, all of the all of the forces that are lined up, America-hating forces that are lined up against our country as founded. We've been told everything we believe about our country is wrong. We've been told to be ashamed. We focused on one guy kneeling for the anthem and not 65,000 standing. And Americans are ready to fight, to fight for the country as founded. As I mentioned, the only people on Capitol Hill, it appears who have balls are the ones who weren't born with them. Marjorie Taylor Greene introduced articles of impeachment against Joe Biden. Will this go anywhere? Uh, did, did Trump's? But, uh, you know, with this, uh, you have actual treasonous actions by a president opening our southern border to an invasion like the world has never seen. Not screening people into our country. Not screening possible terrorists, not screening military-age males coming from China and uh, other places. <laughs> this on the heels of what? Remember a couple months ago when China flew a spy balloon, all of our military installations did figure eights over our most sensitive military installations? And we just expect, I didn't forget that. When I saw it, I said, this isn't, this is the beginning of something. This is the end of it. And so here is Marjorie Taylor Greene today announcing impeachment proceedings. Impeachment today on the head of this America at last executive branch that has been working since January 20th, 2021 to systematically destroy this country. The president of the United States, Joseph Robinette Biden, 
Joe Biden has deliberately compromised our national security by refusing to enforce immigration laws and secure our border, allowed approximately 6 million illegals from over 170 countries to invade our country, deprive Border Patrol of the necessary resources and policies sufficient to protect our country. And his administration has willfully refused to maintain operational control as required by the law. And this morning it's being parroted all over uh, the news media, all over, uh, you know, the publications and online that uh, Joe Biden has actually increased his lead on Donald Trump in 2024. Donald Trump's going to get murdered in the election. To which I say, um, you're full of crap. Uh, Mared, uh, also known as Number Do, uh, the Big Deuce, uh, Part Duh. That's what you're full of. Here's a little bit more of Marjorie Taylor Greene. Unaccompanied illegal alien children. And his policies have forced tens of thousands of illegal children into slave labor. Where are these kids? Yeah, where are the kids? Where are the 85,000 children that are literally being loaded onto planes and sent out to sponsors who, by the way, many of them are just mules. They are just representatives of the cartels. They are just leading these children into being drug mules or, or meatpacking plant employees or child sex slaves. This is happening. This is why this filthy individual in the White House needs to be driven out of it. Here's a little bit more from uh, MTG about Joe Biden and the threat that he and his ilk and the Democrat Party oppose to the United States of America. And you know it, too. You know this. You can feel it. You know why? Because you're not stupid. To enter our country and infect American citizens, yet while enforcing strict COVID policies on American citizens. His po- Let's start that again. He endangered the lives of Americans by allowing illegal aliens who had tested positive for COVID-19 to enter our country and infect American citizens, yet while enforcing strict COVID- While destroying the lives of our children, while destroying our businesses, while destroying the economy, Joe Biden said, it doesn't matter if you're coming across the border illegally. You could have TB, you could have STD, you could have SAP. I don't know what the hell you got. ...policies on American citizens. His policies, directives, and statements surrounding the southern border have violated our laws and destroyed our country. Biden has blatantly violated his constitutional duty, and he is a direct threat to our national security. And in the words of Isaac Hayes in the theme to Shaft, damn right. This is Gordon Chang last night. He is an expert on China. Uh, He has a complete understanding of China. He monitors Chinese media. He is uh, the preeminent expert on China and what they intend to the United States. We have a president of the United States who has been bought and paid for by China, who has allowed and gotten tens of millions of dollars from communist China while allowing China to steal our intellectual property, while allowing a Chinese spy balloon to uh, fly over our country while never getting to the bottom of the the uh, deadly virus that China created in a lab in Wuhan, China, we were paying for. Here is what Gordon Chang had to say about all the Chinese military-aged individuals coming across our southern border. 
Well, they'd be considered spies, but, uh, you know, it's more than just espionage. We've got to be worried about people who are going to detonate bombs on our grid, poison our reservoirs, assassinate officials, God knows what. Um, so these are, these are probably people who at some point um, have plans to um, attack America. Yeah. Would we be able to sneak military-age men into China anywhere, and what the hell would the world say about it? Here's a little more from uh, Gordon Chang last night on Eric Bowling's The Balance on Newsmax. He is seeing surging numbers of Chinese males of military age unaccompanied by family members. You know, Eric, that means, and, and he thinks, and I think he's absolutely right, that we're talking about saboteurs. Uh, we're talking about Chinese military or maybe uh, Ministry of State security agents who are coming into this country because on the first day of a war in Asia, they will attack the American homeland. And we don't see anything from the administration even thinking about this possibility. Yeah, and you know what? It doesn't take a whole lot of brains to put two and two together. If you're a Democrat, it, it equals, well, three. Uh, you know, but if you're a, a conservative, if you're a, if you're a principled founding uh, uh, patriot, you know, you know what's going on, and it's time to end the nonsense. Here's the number, guys: eight hundred nine two two six six eight zero. I've got more from MGG, literally being attacked on Capitol Hill by radical Jamal Bowman. We've got incredible testimony on Capitol Hill with regard to the FBI being involved, being involved in the January the sixth attack insurrection on Capitol Hill, and then some uh, Christopher Ray testimony on Capitol Hill, where he obfuscated, where he made excuses for covering for the deep state. All of that's coming up on a Thursday edition of the Rob Carson Show. Back in a second. Hey guys, it's Carson. I've been talking about how crazy the world is with uh, supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, sky-high gas prices. We've all seen how crazy this woke nonsense is going on with these big corporations, and it's time to let our voices be heard. The question is, what are we willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? We vote with our dollars. That's how we make a difference. No more shopping big box stores if you can get those items at a family-owned company. PatriotSwitch.com helps people walk away from the big box conglomerates. We can shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. That's why Patriot Switch was created, with regular folks like you and me in mind. I love what the folks at Patriot Switch are doing for us. One of the best ways to get around this one of the best ways to get around this crazy inflation today is to shop with family-owned companies that put their customers first rather than the shareholders and their corporate executives. Each of us can choose to take market shares away from these big companies that have enjoyed unfair advantages and instead choose to help regular people with family-owned made in America. Make a difference right now. Go to patriotswitch.com. That's PatriotSwitch.com. The D.C. swamp has divided us. It's time to come together to fight for America as founded. 
It's the Rob Carson Show. We are operating on all cylinders, all glorious gas-guzzling cylinders. No EV crap here. We are fossil fuel-powered, fuel I should say. And at the bottom of the hour, uh, Peter Schweitzer is going to be joining us. He's the president of the Government Accountability Institute. He's also run, uh, written a bunch of great books, including uh, Red-Handed. I've got over on my uh, bookshelf over there. I've got several of his books. He's uh, an amazing investigative reporter and uh, author. And he will talk to us at the bottom of the hour about uh, the impending impeachment of Joe Biden. Uh, and it is time to take the gloves off. It is time to uh, to uh, finally stop living by Marcus of Queensbury rules when we are doing an MMA fight. It is with the highest amount of solemnity that I announce my intention to introduce articles of impeachment today on the head of this America at last executive branch that has been working since January 20th, 2021 to systematically destroy this country. Yes. And I think that most people would say that 72% of the American people think the country is going in the wrong direction. There's only one reason for that. It's the person in the White House and the direction that he's taking the country. You know it, and I know it. We are under threat. If you don't believe that, you're not paying attention. Let's go to Robert in Richmond, Virginia. Robert, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Yes, sir. I'm going to try to take and move through this kind of quickly. That way, you know, uh, I'm not holding you up too long. That's article, right. well, excuse me, uh, Section 3 of Article 2 of the U.S. Constitution says that the president shall take care to take and faithfully execute the laws of the United States. Article uh, 2, Section 4 says that the president, vice president, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. Now, while other high crimes and misdemeanors can be a nebulous term, it's, it's not defined clearly, bribery is. And currently, uh, according to the information that we have, part of it that you've brought to us is that while Vice President, Vice President Biden, in fact, did take a bribe to change public policy, if I'm not mistaken, from the Romanian government. That has no statute of limitations. He can be charged with that now. The other, act, the other fact is, is that a presidential, president's policies, the admi- policies of the admin or the regulations that they take and put forth, when they are in direct conflict with law that has been duly passed by Congress, then, okay, the law wins, not the admin's policy. And with regard to what's going on at the border, even if President Biden were to take and issue a, um, an executive order, that would still be, you know, to further advance this, these policies, that would still be indirect violation of United States immigration laws that were passed by Congress. Yes. So we do have grounds. We do have legitimate grounds to take in, you know, impeach President Biden. Yeah, Robert, I agree. And I would also venture to say we have grounds for a new American revolution, a peaceful American revolution. But if you look at the number of abuses and usurpations the American people have endured the last seven years, particularly in the last three years, on a variety of fronts, you would have to say that they would add up to the deep state needing a complete overhaul. Would you not agree? Oh, I I certainly agree. I mean, as an example, there was a gentleman back in the late 50s and 60s, and I won't mention his name because I don't know enough about his background. But back in those days, he wrote a book called The Invisible Government. In the 80s and 90s, we called it the shadow government. Now here in the, you know, 2010s and the 2020s, we're calling it the deep state and the administrative state. It's all the exact same thing. 
They're unelected bureaucrats that hold and wield immense power. And there has to be a, a, a complete cleaning of the system, and we have to take and make these people adhere to the law. Boom. Robert, brilliant, brilliant, well-thought-out call. Thank you very much for joining me today. And just, you know, pray for America, bro. Keep your powder dry. Keep your powder dry. Keep your intellectual powder dry. That's what I'm saying, because we do face an existential threat. We have a man in office who is clearly not capable of being president, but there are other people who are making decisions for him. It should be very clear to you at this point on a variety of issues, whether it be pulling out of Afghanistan unceremoniously and giving them $85 billion worth of our military hardware and a base that the Chinese can use, uh, that, among other things, the open border, the fentanyl crisis, the crisis in American cities, and on and on and on. It is time to fight back. It is time to no longer be an instrument of taxation and production with all of this malfeasance. The... Peter Schweitzer joins us next to talk about all of this. If I were you, I wouldn't leave your radio or smart device. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. Under President Joe Biden's volatile economy, we are at the cusp of an economic meltdown. The recent Silicon Valley bank failure sparked a deadly domino effect, and now nearly 200 banks across the country are teetering at the edge of collapse. Nobody's money is safe. Many depositors aren't insured by the FDIC and may lose access to their money completely. Wealthy Americans are withdrawing their cash fast and turning it to gold. The United States hasn't seen a potential chain of bank failures this catastrophic since the last Great Recession. It's time to protect your money today before your retirement disappears. Call Monetary Gold to receive their free protection guide at 800-586-9591. Learn how Americans are shielding their wealth from the bank collapses by diversifying in gold. Call now because tomorrow may be too late. Call Monetary Gold at 800-586-9591. That's 800-586-9591. Burned our cities. They told us to hate America as founded. Well, we're not only saying no, we're saying hell no. It's the Rob Carson Show. We are expecting a call from uh, author Peter Schweitzer. Schweizer, is that Schweitzer? It's Schweizer. He is uh, expected to call in. He's got a new book called Red Handed. Uh, I admire his work greatly. It is uh, very, very well written, incredibly well researched, and I'm sure he's going to have many things to say about what's going on with the United States and China and uh, and the fact that Joe Biden is bought and paid for by the Communist Chinese Party. It should be fairly obvious. It should be fairly obvious. Oh, and I do believe we have him on the Newsmax Hotline right now. Not Peter Schweizer. The Peter Schweizer joins us on the Newsmax. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great, friend. How are you? Brother, it's been too long since we talked, man. I mean, uh, I'm just looking at the country. I'm looking what's happened at the border. I'm looking what's happened with China. And, and, I, and I believe in my heart this is all uh, the culmination of a lot of actions by a lot of really nasty people. Uh, what are your thoughts about, let me ask you this first and foremost, about, um, 
about what's going on with uh, Joe Biden, the communist Chinese, uh, the the money that he got. It's, it's becoming very clear. You wrote a, a book about it uh, with regard to Joe Biden and getting money from the Chinese Communist Party. Now it's finally we're seeing bank records and whatnot. Where is this going to go, sir? Uh, I think it's going to uh, lead to a lot of trouble for Joe Biden and the Biden family. I mean, look, the Oversight Committee has subpoenaed and received financial records from four of the 12 banks that the Bidens have used. So right now they're at $10 million from Chinese entities. We believe, based on the emails and wire transfers listed in the emails, that figure is closer to $31 million. Wow. And what you have to ask yourself is, what would prompt four Chinese businessmen to send $31 million uh, to the Biden family? What would prompt them to make those deals? Especially when you look at the backgrounds of the four individuals. I named them in my book. We know them because they're in the emails. These four businessmen all have links to the highest levels of Chinese intelligence. And so the question is, why would they give $31 million to the Bidens and they're certainly not going to just give it to them for free. They're expecting something in return. What are they expecting? And that's the question that the Bidens need to answer. I well, let's see. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I believe this has all the hallmarks of an intelligence operation. And this is not just rank-and-file corruption. This is an espionage problem that we have. Yes. Uh, and the president needs to uh, be held into account for the actions of his family. Well, you look at uh, the fact that the Chinese Communist Party unleashed a virus on the United States and the rest of the world that caused billions of dollars in damage to our economy, destroyed an entire generation of children, wrecked businesses, destroyed the supply chain. uh, And the Biden administration is not willing to hold the Chinese Communist Party uh, uh, responsible for that. You've also got Chinese nationals coming across our southern border. We had a Chinese... Chinese spy balloon that was able to circle our most valuable military institute installations for eight days and then leave our airspace. I would venture to say that that came about. All of those things came about because of Chinese influence on the Biden family and the Biden presidency. Yeah, you cannot look uh, at the facts of, of Joe Biden's China policy and not come to the conclusion that he's not standing up to them. Um, and it's not that he doesn't know the threat that China represents. He's spoken about it in the past. But he's spoken about it in the past before his family was getting tens of millions of dollars from these individuals. And the idea that these events are not connected is just laughable. So what you need to do is look at his posture, look at his policy, realize there, there's the financial connection. It's very easy, you know, to think of a politician who, let's say, gets a lot of money from big tech or big oil or big tobacco, uh, and they carry out policies that are beneficial to that industry. That is understood immediately. In this case, replace big pharma, big uh, uh, tobacco with the red Chinese, and that is precisely what is going on. We've never seen anything like this before. I know that you uh, you had a book, and I had you on uh, talking about Clinton Cash. Uh, there is just. Did you ever imagine when you originally started your foray into uh, all of this, the, the cabal that is in uh, Washington D.C.? Did you ever imagine that it would make uh, a John Grisham novel look like a, a, a Grimm's fairy tale? <laughs> no, I have to say it was pretty shocking, and and. Uh... Of course, Clinton Cash um, led to the FBI to launch an investigation, and it was it was it was really bad stuff. The Biden stuff is far worse. 
Um, and that's not necessarily because the Clintons were upstanding, although they seem to have certain limits as to who they would deal with. Um, that's not the case with the Bidens. And all you have to do is look at the, quote unquote, international business that this family has in, been involved in. They don't do any deals in London or Tokyo or in Berlin. They do deals in Beijing, in Ukraine, in Russia, in Romania. These are all deeply corrupt places. Uh, many of these places have adversarial, uh, antithetical views to us. They, they, they want us to see us undone. Uh, and the Bidens have never had any problems in doing business in, this place, in these places. And so that in and of itself, I think, separates them from even where the Clintons were. Peter Schweizer, this sounds like this man. We've heard that the you know Barack Obama originally said that he wanted to fundamentally change America. He also, in case you didn't remember, had a Christmas ornament on a tree in the Capitol or in the White House that had Mao Zedong on it. Um, if, if in fact, what I believe is that the Ch- communist Chinese are precipitating or attempting to precipitate the fall of the United States of America, what's going to happen to the Bidens? What are the what do you, what do you suppose? What what would what would a, a family have to be guaranteed other than cash uh, if they allowed uh, a, an enemy of the United States to essentially destroy it? Yeah, I mean, I think we we don't have to speculate that that's China's goal because China uh, effectively has said that their goal is to dominate the globe. That includes the United States. Uh, And they have a strategy called elite capture, which basically says we don't have to fight the United States or other countries. All we have to do is buy off their elites and their elites will allow us to march to victory. And that's essentially what you're seeing with the Biden. They've carried this out. The Chinese have in in Australia and New Zealand and other countries. And they're doing it here in the United States. So it's, it's a massive problem. The fact is, is that China has a hold over the family. I think part of it is these financial ties. I think part of it relates to probably information they know about Hunter Biden and other family members that they've been able to glean. Let's remember, Hunter Biden had Secret Service protection until 2014 when these deals in China and elsewhere started to be procured. In 2014, he told the Secret Service, I no longer want Secret Service protection. So he requested to be able to go to China and elsewhere without Secret Service protection, which is a disastrous idea from the standpoint of security. And I think the reason he requested that is precisely because he did not want the Secret Service to know what he was doing. uh, And that involves these Chinese deals as well. Well, and and Hunter Biden came back and put in charge of a $1.5 billion hedge fund. I mean, what the heck else do you need, Peter Schweizer? That's what he did. It's stupid. Oh, oh, you know what? And I think the company that was the energy company that was involved, the first thing they look for in in somebody to run their company is crack-addled prostitute monger who was booted from the military for uh, using cocaine and uh, and acquiring a firearm illegally. I think that isn't that the number one thing that big companies companies look for when they're trying to hire people, right? Isn't that it, Peter yeah, Schweizer? Yeah. And, and, and by the way, we can add lack of experience. <laughs> he has no background <laughs> yes. in, in private equity or in Chinese uh, uh, corporations, et cetera. The same thing goes with the Ukrainian uh, energy company, Burisma. He had no background in those areas. Everybody knows what these were. These were payments to curry f- favor and get influence within the Biden family. The fact that the money kept arriving, arriving indicates to me that they were getting something in return. And what they were getting in return, I would argue, was access and favorable uh, policies. 
Let me uh, move uh, to the next subject, which is uh, what I call the shift hitting the fan. Um, and Russia collusion, we found out, we knew from the Mueller report that the Russia collusion hoax was a hoax dreamed up by Hillary Clinton. Uh, we also know that it was presented by John Brennan to Joe Biden and Barack Obama, and they went ahead with it. We know that for seven years, this lie has been parroted. It has been used to uh, go after the Trump uh uh, transition team, presidency, um, a campaign, all of these things. Hillary Clinton very much involved. The one thing that was missing from the Durham report is holding accountable the people who did this to us. And there was damage, not only to the country, to the Trump presidency, but to Trump supporters as well. Um, as this, this continues after the Durham report, where do you suppose uh, anyone being held accountable will uh, take place? Well, I think it's very hard uh, because DOJ, which would make the decision on prosecution, uh, is in itself implicated with some of this. Same thing with the FBI, and it's a problem. Who's going to guard the guards? Who's going to make sure that those that are supposed to uphold our laws are being actually held into account themselves? And this is a massive problem. So I'm not, I'm not optimistic on that front. I do believe with this congressional committee when it comes to the Bidens, we are going to get transparency, and I think that transparency is going to be huge, and I think it's going to be very, very damaging uh, to the uh, to the Biden family. Um, I just, I, I, I'm going to have to jump. I'm going to have to jump. Oh, I'm too all right. Sorry, but great to be with you. Thanks. Uh, thanks so much, Rob. All right. Red-handed. Uh, Peter Schweizer. God bless your brother. We'll talk again soon. Uh, Red-handed is a new book by Peter Schweizer. Uh, all of our guests. We got Eric Bowling next hour. He's not going to be able to spend a lot of time because he's so bloody busy uh, with everything that's going on. But uh, it should be very clear to you that our country's in danger i mean it should be very clear that our country is in danger we are being sold uh down the uh, the river we have people in charge of our country who hate the country it's very very clear uh and and uh, you know and then i say this uh, the reason why i say uh, why do i know this is because i'm not stupid i can see it you know it in your gut you felt it in your gut and then and then for the last several years I, for me personally starting in 2018 you couldn't say anything in opposition. You couldn't say anything about the Bidens being involved in China. You couldn't say anything about Black Lives Matter being a, a fraud. You couldn't say anything about CRT in schools. You couldn't say anything about Russia collusion. You couldn't say anything about Hunter Biden's laptop being real. You couldn't say anything uh, when the Democrats said, oh, yeah, 2016 was stolen by Donald Trump. All of that was considered disinformation and misinformation. The 2020 election, you couldn't question it. You couldn't question it as misinformation and disinformation. And now we know, as I told you, and I figured it out before any of this hit the fan, I said the only people who can determine with any weight what is disinformation and misinformation is our federal government. And even if it's the truth, they can call it those things to shut you up. And they worked with big social media and the mainstream media went along quite slavishly without any issue whatsoever.
went along with all of it. And we have had to sit here and we've had to endure all of this malfeasance, all of this nonsense, all of this gaslighting, gaslighting. Number the, the, the word of the year last year, according to Webster's Dictionary, the word of the year, gaslighting, because that's what the Democrats, the deep state, the rhinos have done to you on all of the things I've just mentioned for the last five years. And we are done with it. Done with it. Coming up. Marjorie Taylor Greene assaulted by Jamal Bowman verbally on Capitol Hill and her response. Uh, Also coming up, what's happening on Capitol Hill with regard to the January the 6th hearings. It has already been revealed that the FBI had at least 100 agents in the crowd in the Capitol. That's coming up. The number is 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Say it loud and proud. Let's go, Brandon. It's the Rob Carson Show. I want to thank uh, Peter Schweizer for being on the show today. He's got a new book. It's called uh, Red Handed, Profiles in Corruption. He also wrote Clinton Cash, among others, and uh, uh, just uh, on top of everything. And, and um, you know, I'm, I'm concerned about the uh, the country, and um, and I'm ready to fight for it. I'm ready to to uh, just take the gloves off. Not talking physically fighting. Shut up. Um, but I am talking about a new American revolution that has to happen. It has to happen. Maybe we're beginning to see the beginning, the the the, the start of this. Um, hopefully, hopefully, I've got uh, I've got some audio coming up. Christopher Ray on Capitol Hill. Uh, also, uh, what's going on at Capitol Hill with regard to January the sixth? Uh, some some new audio today. Uh, lots of stuff on Russian disinformation. I, I do want to mention this because I started the show with uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's a she's a denier. She's a radical, right? Isn't she? Uh, or maybe she just spoke the truth, and the left considers her to be a threat. Jamal Bowman is a uh, a harasser. Jamal Bowman is a bully. Uh, he is a congressman. He uh, screamed outside of session uh, at uh, at congressmen as they were and women as they were leaving. Um, the uh, the well and uh, said we need gun control gun control screamed at him yelled at him Thomas Massey got into a little shouting match with him because Jamal Bowman thinks that um, this sort of crap's going to work it worked on American campuses and shouting down conservatives and he thinks that he can bully people into uh, doing and, and it's all about photo ops to be quite honest but but you know Jamal Bowman this might work if you were I don't know identifying as a woman and in a uh, locker room with women but uh, not out in front of the Capitol steps with Marjorie Taylor. Green. Here is Jamal Bowman attacking Marjorie Taylor Green. And by the way, off camera, Marjorie Taylor Green says he said things that were much worse. He's screaming, save the party to the GOP. Jack Weed, the, D- the Democrat Party needs to be saved or scrapped. I vote for the latter. We got to get rid of Biden. The, the party's the hanging by a thread. You got to save the party. Listen, no more QAnon. No more madness. No more debt ceiling nonsense. Come on. Debt ceiling nonsense and and really. Now, save the party. Save America. He's spewing nonsense. And he thinks that if he shouts louder, he wins the argument. That always happens on campus. If you shout louder, if you filibuster, you can shut down the argument. Not going to work here. Children, do something about guns. Right. So close the border. Close the border. Save the children. The border is. 
The what about the children? Shoplifting. Hey, what where are, are all the kids? Where so here's Jamal Bowman, probably 6'3", six, 6'4", six, about 270. I'm assuming MTG's about 5'1", uh, about a buck 20. Uh, and he's yelling at her in front of cameras. He wants to get his, but I'm afraid this is going to backfire. Because he just looks like what he is, which is a bully. Uh, here is Marjorie Taylor Greene after this encounter. Not enough. I was swarmed. It's all on video. Everyone can see this. But I will tell you what's on video is Jamal Bowman shouting at the top of his lungs, cursing, calling me a horrible, calling me a white supremacist, which I take great offense to. Yeah. That is like calling a person of color the N-word, which mm. should never happen. Mm. Calling me a white supremacist is equal to that, and that is wrong. Jamal Bowman was down there cursing at me, telling me to get the F out of there. And he was leading the mob right outside the vehicle I was sitting in. We have this all on video. And then he needs to have his ass booted from Congress at, on the Capitol steps yesterday. He was the one that approached me. Even CNN reported that yelling, shouting, raising his voice. He has aggressive uh his physical mannerisms are aggressive, and he just recently uh, shoved Thomas Massey yep. um, at just outside the House chamber. Yep. I think there's a lot of concern about Jamal Bowman, So, and, and I am concerned about it. I feel threatened by him. Um, he not only led a bob, mob there, but his boisterous lies. And I'll tell you another thing he said outside there. He was saying, save your party. I kept telling him, no, save the country. It's not about political parties. Nope. We shouldn't care about political parties. We should care about the country because no matter what our political beliefs are, Jamal Bowman, I don't know what his political beliefs are. I know huh. what mine are, but we both we both swore an oath to serve the country here in Congress as representatives. So I, I am very concerned about Jamal Bowman. Yeah, well, I want to see the tape. I want to see more tape of this uh, this jackweed because that's not that might have worked in the Tennessee House. That might have gotten you an invitation to the White House that nobody paid attention to. Ain't going to work on Capitol Hill. And you're going to have to be removed from office or censured or something else. There are people saying, including Lindsey Graham, the same about Adam Schiff. All of that is coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. No crooked establishment. None of that twisting the truth. No talking down don't to me. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. I trust Newsmax. Newsmax. They don't tell, tell me how to think. think. They let, let me decide. Newsmax. Real news. For real people. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. Yes, Friday, Friday, Friday. A lot, a lot, a lot of stuff to get to on the show today. It's a big deal for me this weekend because my daughter's graduating from high school. 
kind of wild. Uh, it's kind of weird. You know, I'm not gonna. I didn't drive her to school this morning. It was. Uh, I didn't know what to do with myself, so I just. Yeah, I don't know, did more show prep, drank more coffee, got all wired and ready to go. And uh, there is plenty of stuff to get to. We will uh, certainly talk about the uh, hearings on Capitol Hill yesterday with FBI whistleblowers. That was, uh, wow, just wow. Not a surprise. I mean, we kind of figured out all this, right? You know? Uh, so anyway, it looks like the FBI. Remember we had the FBI just literally a couple years ago, maybe even just a year ago. The FBI was still kind of what everybody thought. The FBI is this great organization, the Quinn Martin production, the FBI. Maybe you baby boomers watched that when you were kids about the FBI. And now we're realizing that the uh, head of the snake is rotten, just rotten right off. And so we just need to hold the tail down with our foot and go whack and just cut that head right off of the FBI because... Uh, we got to turn this ship around, and I think people are finally a little bit done with it. Before we get into all of that, I like to start off my show uh, generally with a joke, you know, because it kind of disarm you a little bit, make you feel a little bit better. And I think I have one that takes the cake today. Uh, you know, I had a joke. I made a joke last week. It was, uh, what do uh, Bud Light and uh, Fox News have in common? They both got rid of a Tucker. Okay, there was my joke last week, and in this one, I think we may have actually uh, we may have actually beaten that one for just sheer humor volume in one line. Are you ready? Chris Christie is going to run for president. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! It's like. You know, Larry Hogan saying he's not going to run for president. That was pretty funny, but it was also very obvious. He had no chance at all. But but Chris Christie, literally, Chris Christie, the man who, I think he actually hikes his pants up higher than Jerry Nadler. Real close, just right up there. That should be the new waistline for over eight, overweight old dudes. Pull them pants right up to the nipple line right there. And uh, anyway, so Chris Christie says he's going to announce his uh, 2024 White House. <laughs> it's why. House candidacy in the coming days. Uh, he did a speech with the New Hampshire radio host Chris Ryan, who I guess was able to control his laughter. But uh, he, he said that Ryan uh, reported that Christie's campaign would be focused on New Hampshire uh, with the accent on ham, because, mm, boy, ham is so good. But anyway, uh, New Hampshire. An early Republican primary state. Of course, and we've got uh, affiliates in, in New Hampshire, which are glorious, by the way, and a great, great host uh, in New Hampshire, Jack Heath, who we have frequently. We would like to get his thoughts on this. But, uh, yeah, Chris Christie thinks, I mean, he has the, and this is, a, this is an example of hubris, okay? This is, and hubris is ego that is unfounded. It, it, hubris is an arrogance associated with yourself that is unfounded. Uh, you know, Barack Obama has a lot of hubris. Uh, 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 you know, uh, Joe Biden has a lot of hubris. They think they can get away with anything. Uh, Hillary Clinton, lots and lots of hubris. They think that they are untouchable. And uh, and Chris Christie has a lot of hubris thinking that people like him enough or his message resounds enough that they'll vote for him from president while also not realizing he has no chance at all ever, ever, ever of becoming the president. I don't know what could possibly make him the president, even if he like decided to identify as transgender uh, and then, I don't know, maybe add to the line, maybe be a transgender lesbian or something. Even that, he wouldn't even be VP as a transgender lesbian. Uh, it wouldn't even make it on the VP. Thing. I don't even know why. What It's like me saying, I'm going to run for president. It makes no sense at all. Vivek Ramaswamy has a, a shot, you know, a future in the Republican Party because he's a conservative. Uh, Chris Christie 
he got nothing. Chris Christie got nothing. So I'm going to take this piece of paper here, and I'm just going to say, dude, there are a lot of things you could spend your money on, and you're kind of approaching retirement age. I would, I would focus a little bit more on that. Keep working on CNN or MSNBC or whatever you decided to you know, hang out with Michael Steele, go golfing with Larry Hogan. And, and Joe Scarborough, whatever. But, uh, but seriously, you have no chance of ever being the president of the United States. And I'm sorry for all of you uh, Chris Christie supporter out there. I didn't pluralize that because I think there might be one. And I think it's the person staring back Chris Christie in the mirror. I could be wrong, but no, I'm not. So there you go. There's your joke. Just share that with other people. Just see what kind of a guffaw you get when you say, yeah, Chris Christie's thinking about running for president. It's just so, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, this is a headline I wanted to start with today because this is what we're living through. This is what we're going through. And a lot of people are suffering and nobody is talking about it. And Corinne Jean-Pierre says that everything is great and we've got the best economy ever. Oh, my God, we've got the lowest unemployment. You know why we've got the lowest unemployment, everybody? It's because people can't afford to be unemployed, and people have to work two or three jobs. That's why there aren't any jobs. That's why there is not a lot, a whole lot of uh, unemployment out there. It's because people, uh, the old COVID scam is all over with, and your unemployment benefits run out and all that stuff, and then you got to go to work, and then you realize that one job isn't doing it, so you got to get a second job. That's what it's all about, kids. That's what it's all about. So more Americans are struggling to make ends meet now in the aftermath of the pandemic. New survey shows nearly 40%, 40% of U.S. households can't pay expenses. Revelation comes from the Census Bureau's latest household survey released Wednesday shows 38.5% of adults or 89.1 million people experience difficulty paying their bills between April 26th and May 8th. That's up from a year ago, 34.4. I thought this economy was kicking butt. I thought this economy was rocking. We're in the middle of officially kind of a <clears throat> kind of a housing collapse. Housing sales are dropping because people can't afford 8% interest on a home loan. Anyway, the survey says if more than half of the 50 states are actually above the 40% marker. So even uh, some states, even higher than 40%, not being able to make your bills. More Americans now more than ever relying on credit cards to get by. We're very blessed because we're finally able to pay off some of our credit cards. We still owe credit cards and, and, and you know, government policy. And, and listen, I normally uh, blame everything, you know, in your life. you got to kind of look at yourself for where you are and blame yourself, right? But I'm going to tell you the reason why we lost our house in Washington, D.C. was because of the government. It's because of the housing collapse. It was because we got into a home and, uh, and we, we started paying on that home. And all of a sudden, the value of the home plummeted into the abyss. And we were hosed. So the, uh, the inception of the survey started August of 2021 when 31% of Americans revealed they were struggling to make ends meet. That number would swell to 37%, followed by a <clears throat> pronounced drop back to levels that presumably would have been reported prior to the pandemic. For most of 21, 2021, the first year of Joe Biden's presidency, the percentage has risen dramatically, thanks in part to rapidly rising rates of inflation. They're still there, by the way. By the end of 2021, the percentage of U.S. adults encountering financial uncertainty, 30%. Uh, and then, of course, a number recorded less than three months before the Federal Reserve would execute its first interest hikes. And now that's through the ceiling. So what the federal government has done is they've started a fire and they don't know how to put out put it out. They've started a fire and they don't know how to put it out. So interest rates are going to continue to rise. They're not going to be able to kill off inflation. And the answer to it all, you know what the answer to it all was and is and always has been? 
getting rid of government regulation and decreasing taxes. There you go. It worked. It worked. But you see, this is the track that another president took years and years and years ago. And I was a little kid when that happened. The same thing is happening right now. We got, you know, inflation is out of control. We got a Federal Reserve that thinks the only way to tackle inflation is to raise interest rates and slow down the economy, blah, blah, blah. And then what happens? You get in this endless circle, this, uh, I'll just call it a jerk circle. You know, it's like those uh, traffic circles. I call them jerk circles. So we're going to call it a jerk circle. Uh, and, and so they're sitting there, and they're going to raise interest rates because the inflation is too high, and then that's going to happen, and then the housing market's going to collapse, and inflation's going to keep going, and they're going to get... And it's, it's a, there's, a, there's a word for it. It's a Charlie Foxtrot, I think is what it is. And, uh, and then, of course, we've got the possibility of a debt default. They're, they're debating over the debt, and the Democrats have finally reached their end where they can't threaten us anymore. They can't say, well, we're going to do a government shutdown, and we're going to default on the debt, and the world's going to end. And you know why most people don't care? Because they've already been through it. They, they're already going through it. Oh, my God, the federal government won't be able to pay its bills. Guess what? We've been doing that for years. We've lost our homes. We've lost our businesses. We've lost our, our kids have lost their schools and, and lost their, their education thanks to stupid COVID crap. And, you know, so the American people are like, oh, you know what? Go ahead and let it default. Let this mother burn. We don't even care anymore. Because, honestly, we've seen... We've seen the depths of, of how low things can get in our lives. Donald Trump said it in the uh, town hall, which got the best ratings that CNN has ever had, I mean, like in, at least in years, when he was asked about the debt ceiling. Because everybody's tearing about the vet, debt ceiling, and the Democrats always say, we've we got to be able to pay the bills, and we have to shut down the government, and oh my God, if we default, the world's going to end, and the American people are like, screw it. And here's what Donald Trump's had to say about it, and he's the first candidate or politician I've ever heard say this. I don't believe they're going to do a default, because I think the Democrats will absolutely cave, because you don't want to have that happen. But it's better than what we're doing right now. Because we're spending money like drunken sailors. So you know just to expression? be clear, Mr. President, you think the U.S. should default if the... There's, uh, what's her name, Caitlin Collins trying to get the soundbite that she wanted that she never got. White House does not agree to the spending cuts. Republicans well, are you demanding. might as well do it now because you'll do it later. There you go. Because we have to save this country. There Our country go. is dying. Our country is being destroyed by stupid people, by very stupid people. You once said that using the that using the debt ceiling as a negotiating wedge uh, just here's the money shot could not happen you you said that when sure. you were in the That's oval office president so, so why is it different now that you're out of office because now i'm not president there you go there you go yeah the american people don't really care they've already seen how bad things can get welcome back to jimmy carter 2.0 we got a worse president welcome back He's the same bad press, but his name is Joe. Oh, he's worse. Well, the names have all changed since Jim was around. They're all dead. But the swamp that remains can't be turned around. Except for Joe Biden. Joe's killing off the nation. Killing off the nation. Hello to stagflation. Hello to stagflation. Yeah, we tease him a lot, cause brain cells he ain't got. Welcome back. dying off. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It cost an arm to fill your car and a leg. Welcome back. Your paycheck's the same and it don't go far. Joe pulled all 
the troops from Afghanistan. Everything is screwed up, I guess that's his plan. He's an Obama puppet. Obama puppet. Tell him to stop it. Tell him to stop it. The worst in history, that's why we chant FJB. Welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You got the vaccination? You know, or, 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 or the mom and dad, or, 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 or the neighbor, or when you go to church, or when you're... No, no I, I, I really mean All right, so uh, coming up, we've got evidence that uh, the dumbest people in the world are working for the United States government. We've got some incredible audio from what happened on Capitol Hill, how the FBI destroys people who speak out against their uh, malfeasance, uh, and then also new cable ratings show Newsmax continuing to keelhaul CNN. Here's the number, 800-922-6680. This is a Friday edition of The Rob Carson Show. It's the Rob Carson Show. Friday edition of the Rob Carson Show. The number is 800-922-6680. We want to, uh, again, welcome our new affiliate, WGMD 92.7 in, uh, in Rehoboth Beach. That's where the president goes and uh, vacations all the time. And I uh, used to vacation there all the time as well. And it's uh, glorious to be on there. Uh, to those who are in uh, Rehoboth Beach and the surrounding area, uh, love the area. Miss my Grotto Pizza more than you'll ever know. I have ordered Grotto Pizza and had it sent uh, to the Midwest numerous times. In fact, they're probably going to do it today. Just the cheese with the swirl. It, it's a gift from God. And the, uh, and the uh, Boardwalk uh, Thrasher's Fries are another gift from God. Uh, no ketchup, just malt vinegar. Thank you very much. Uh, Disney, by the way, has announced its Star Wars hotel is going to close. I don't know if you knew this. Uh, there was a, apparently you could, you could, <laughs> you could stay there <laughs> for a two-night voyage on the windowless hotel. So it's a hotel that doesn't take off and fly in space or anything, but you can go in and you can just totally go in there and you can, you can just live your Star Wars fantasy and you can dress up like Chewbacca and then you can play Dungeons and Dragons. Oh my God, it's so fantastic. And I'm saying this, I'm a, I'm a Star Wars fan, don't get me wrong, uh, but uh, really, $20,000 for a two-night stay, I mean, I could be partying with Hunter Biden and Russian hookers and not have $20,000 worth of fun at the Star Wars Hotel. I mean, Princess Leia could be there, wearing a bikini, offering me a glass of wine, wouldn't be worth $20,000 for two days. So apparently, uh, Disney is struggling to uh, fill up bookings. And uh, they are axing thousands of jobs, lowering ticket prices and whatnot. So uh, if you're going to go to <laughs> the Star Wars Hotel, <laughs> you might want Oh, and then another thing. I just want to say this, and I'll just share the personal thing. Uh, um, I got this. I'm thinking about doing this. No, actually, I'm going to do it. Have you guys uh, uh, considered the testosterone replacement thingy? And I'm only bringing this up because, you know, it's, it's a life stage. It's something I'm going through. It's something I wanted to try. I had my testosterone checked just a little low. And so I, I'm getting ready to try this testosterone replacement thing. I've never done it. I'm a little nervous. I'm afraid it might turn me into the Incredible Hulk. But I guess I had a choice. I had my testosterone checked, and I said, <clears throat> I guess there are two things I could do. Uh, I could get medicine and do testosterone replacement, or I could compete as a woman in, uh, in something. You know, I'm pretty good at mountain biking, uh, arm wrestling, still can bench press my own body weight. So uh, I opted to go ahead and, uh, and replace the testosterone and see what happens. If it doesn't work, then I will certainly consider uh, competing against women. So why the hell not, right? right what the, 
trying to think of a new name because Bruce Jenner went to Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, I don't want to just do Roberta. Uh, I'll have to think of something cool. Uh, Megan. No, I don't want to do Megan. Megan, there's too many Megans and too many ways to spell it. Caitlyn? No, no, no. I don't know. I'll, I'll think about it. Oh, I want to mention this. Uh, Newsmax beat CNN again Wednesday night. Eric Bowling led Anderson Cooper. 587,000 total viewers to Cooper's 562. And Cooper's show is force-fed to people in airports all over the world. That's pretty big. Then there's, then there's this. Fox News gets horrible news. CNN takes a major plunge after the post-Trump town hall spike. So <laughs> Donald Trump does record ratings on CNN. And then after Donald Trump leaves, CNN plummets into the abyss. So how do you do that? And then there's this. Uh, the ratings of Fox used to be double the audience of MSNBC three months ago. Now MSNBC had an average 1.856 million viewers. Fox netted 1.7. That's not good. And then to show you, and this is about trust, okay? This is about trust. And trust me, I, I work at Newsmax. I know this. We realize the the importance of your trust and how many uh, options you have for balanced coverage, uh, conservative-leading hosts, and uh, that's why we, we, we recognize the gravity of this, and we welcome you there. But listen to this. Tucker Carlson's net favorability with Republicans is 62 points higher than Fox News. <laughs> how, here's the question. How favorable are your feelings about Fox News? 8% said very favorable. 26% said somewhat. All right? Uh, and then, of course, overall favorability, 34%. So there's that. Then asked about Tucker Carlson. 49% said they had a very favorable feeling. Another 21% said somewhat favorable. That's a total favorability of uh, 70%. That's a plus 59, which is about what Donald Trump is leading Ron DeSantis on in, uh, in, the, in the primary race. And we'll see, by the way, Ron DeSantis is going to announce... Um, Next week, I guess he's meeting with uh, big donors and whatnot to see. And, and you know what? I welcome the competition. I'm, I'm I, I know who I'm already going to vote for, unless something major changes. That's fine. But welcome the competition. Welcome the arena of ideas. Absolutely, one hundred percent. All right. So next, we're going to talk about what happened on Capitol Hill and one of the dumbest moments in congressional history. I'm sure you probably have seen it. Linda Sanchez attempting to discredit an FBI whistleblower. Uh, and she did a face plant, and she's so stupid she doesn't realize how stupid she is. That's coming up. Your call's welcome, 800-922-6680. It's The Rob Carson Show. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. The left has been waging a war on America for decades. That's not right. It's not fair. And we're quite simply not going to take it anymore. Honestly, it's not fair to the world. It's the Rob Carson Show. 800-922-6680 is the number if you'd like to uh, talk about whatever today with the FBI. Uh, 
on Capitol Hill coming up. Um, and I mentioned Fox is uh, underwater as far as uh, favorability compared to uh, Tucker Carlson. And the reason being, I told you this, and, and it's, it's true, uh, is that uh, Tucker Carlson was the last bastion of truth, at least that people uh, believe was the last bastion of real conservatism on Fox News. That's the reason being. That's why so many people are going to Newsmax, among others, uh, is because they feel like there was a betrayal of trust. Last night on uh, on uh, Eric Bowling's show, who, by the way, is beating Anderson Cooper, uh, uh, Beth Ailes, Elizabeth Ailes, Roger Ailes' uh, ex, uh, widow, I should say, was on with him and talked about it. And I, I thought uh, she was very, very, a uh, really, really compelling and very, very interesting person. Um, and here's what she had to say about uh, Tucker Carlson. And you, know, you know, usually when you have the top ratings at the network, you get to keep your job. Not so much in this case. So who knows if it was a wink and a nod with Dominion. But uh, the world is poorer for Roger Ailes' uh, passing, which is actually six years ago today. And um, it's poorer for the lack of debate and ability to have other points of view presented with Tucker. And I hope and I know he'll land on his feet and be better off. Indeed, indeed. Beth, I'm going to say thanks. And here's a little bit more from uh, Beth Ailes on uh, Roger Ailes and uh, Donald Trump. You know, we are, as a country, our country, our government, our culture is, it feels like it's in a state of free fall. Yes. But it's been happening slowly for the last 30 years. And um, you need strong leadership and you need people who can tell it like it is. And I think that the the only person on earth closest to Roger is Donald Trump. They were cut from the same cloth. It's God, family, country. Their vision of America is that it has fed more and freed more than any other country on earth. It's true. And God help us in a world where America is not the leader on the world stage. Well, I, I've said this. I said that the uh, the United States is the greatest individual uh, engine of individual economic individual and economic freedom in the history of mankind, and it's absolutely true. God, family, country. There's nothing wrong with that. The Democrat Party is doing the opposite. They're trying to destroy all of them. Chase God out of schools. Chase God out of the public square. Go after churches. Family, blow up the family, get your gender ID at uh, school or, or change your gender. Don't tell mom and dad about it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And country, open up the border. Uh, is unceremoniously withdrawal from Afghanistan, humiliate everybody who has served and the Gold Star families who visit their, their children's graves every year because they died there. Uh, you know, that's what that is. So it's the opposite. Here's Glenn Beck, actually, echoing the same thing. I got to tell you, I am sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of the January 6th rioters being thrown in jail without trial for some of them for two years yep. while the Black Lives Matter rioters go free. I am sick and tired of our system that charges a veteran in New York on a subway with manslaughter for acting in self-defense and the defense of others. I am sick and tired of conservatives being banned or censored on social media, while the far left users can post death threats with absolutely no consequence. I am sick and tired of the mainstream media failing at their one and only job to hold elected officials accountable. But more than anything else, yes. I am sick and tired of the witch hunt against one president 
while the blatant power abuses of another go completely ignored. What are you talking about? I, I don't. I don't think that. Uh, I think that the media is all over, all over uh, Joe Biden and his family and their thirty million dollars from the communist Chinese. Yeah, they're going after him. They real they they no actually they're not. This is actually a little montage going back about three years. Evidence at this point in time that Joe or Hunter Biden did anything inappropriate here. Not one single fact ever uncovered by anyone that he did anything unethical. Now it's Hunter Biden. There's always a diversion. They are always looking for a shiny object to divert attention. Julian, the magic words now for Republicans are Then why did you guys cover up the laptop? Hunter Biden. Like, that is the get-out-of-jail-free card. The Trump Republicans are so bad, so the president yeah, you know has what? to compensate by playing up Biden and Hillary's yeah, we're not, we're There not. are no scandals from the Biden. Yeah, we're done. Okay, we, we, we don't believe it anymore. We, we never have. I've, I've talked to you about this. Uh, anybody who has said that you, what you say is misinformation or disinformation at the deep state, the mainstream media and the Democrat Party and, and, uh, and big social media say what you believe is misinformation and disinformation, it means they know you know the truth. And I've been proven right. And I think we're all done with this crap. And I think this, uh, this on Capitol Hill, they're doing their very best to cover up the bloodbath that is taking place in the deep state that will continue nothing good is going to happen the deep state is not going to recover from this but we have to fight with every ounce of our being to make sure that people are held accountable for their malfeasance whether that be about uh, going after parents in schools for expressing their opinion about the nonsense being taught in schools or or burning down or attempting to burn down churches because they support uh roe v wade being uh, gotten rid of the summer of 2020, I can go on and on, and then we overpunish. The government is overpunishing people who are just near the Capitol grounds on January the 6th. I've got audio on this coming up. Bank of America, <laughs> they basically invited the Stasi into the, uh, into the apartment and then moved the bookcase to show where the people who went to Washington, D.C. were hiding. Yeah, I use that analogy purposefully. Let's go to Guy Lee in Sacramento. First call of the day, Guy Lee. How are you? Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Thank you, Rob. I just wanted to say I love your your show, radio show, and I love your TV show. Thank you. The, the reason why I'm calling is because uh, I'm always listening to Ron DeSantis. Yes. And I, I liked him. I really did. I thought he was great. He's a great governor and stuff. But I think that he needs to run... His four years for governor then run for president, not all of a sudden had to go through around to pass this law that way he could run uh, the presidency and be governor. I think that I think that really gets me really uh, mad because it's really crazy. Yeah. Guy Lee, you know, I, I've got <clears throat> I've got nothing really against Ron DeSantis other than, well, he has uh, Jeb Bush on stage with him all the time. That's one of the things that kind of gets to me. And and Ron DeSantis still has a lot to prove from a lot of people. You'll notice that Ron DeSantis experienced a precipitous drop in uh, in uh, viability versus Donald Trump in the polling um, in the last month and a half or so. Part of that was because of, uh, you know, people like um, the uh, Alvin Bragg going after Donald Trump and all of that. But also part of it is that some things have been 
been coming out about Ron DeSantis that make you question his conservative cred, like having Jeb Bush on stage with him, like believing in this climate change nonsense. And so Ron DeSantis is on is on shaky ground, and he can try to make up that ground running against Donald Trump. Uh, and, and that's fine. He has every choice to do that. Uh, or well, I think the smartest thing to do would for be for him to be on the ticket with Donald Trump. That would give him a chance to have four years to uh, rebuild his image and not start from scratch and fight against Donald Trump right now as Donald Trump is reaching his zenith in popularity uh, in the Republican Party because of all of the bull crap, all of the uh, the uh, persecution, unfounded persecution. And so, you know, I, I would agree with you on that, Guy Lee. I, I, you know, I, I think Ron needs a little more time in the bullpen before he takes I, the mound. Yeah. Yeah, I think right. so too. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the call, dude. And it, it's not a slide on Ron DeSantis. <clears throat> Tim Scott just announced today. I think Tim Scott's amazing. I really, really do. Could he be the president someday? Oh hell yeah, absolutely. I love Tim Scott. There are a lot of people in the Republican Party. They got a deep bench. Democrat Party doesn't have a deep bench. You know, today, what was it? Was it Wired Magazine did an article on Pete Buttigieg? He likes beer. He likes dogs and his electric Mustang. I don't know what the hell it is. It's stupid. But you notice you haven't seen any Pete Buttigieg. You know why? Because they're keeping their powder dry on Pete Buttigieg because they think, I guess, because he checks a couple boxes and he's relatively young and he almost seems intelligent. Terrible, terrible uh, transportation director. Not a very good mayor of a small town in, uh, in Indiana. But I guess that's, that's the reason why you're not seeing him. And then you get this Wired Magazine article about his Mustang and how he likes beer. Probably Bud Light. I'm just saying. But you got, you know, Byron Donalds. Byron Donalds, he's a freshman lawmaker. He's already blowing people away. You've got women in the in Congress right now. Uh, Harriet Hegeman blowing people away. You've got a governor in Arkansas who just started. Uh, Sarah, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, she's going to be governor for a while. But do not, do not doubt that she's going to jump into the presidential race eventually. Glenn Youngkin, possibly down the road. We'll see. Uh, you know, uh, he's a little bit more of a, a centrist, I guess, to some degree. Uh, regardless what happens uh, with uh, those who are in the race, the only person who is going to become the Republican candidate is someone with MAGA cred who kisses the MAGA ring. And it's not about Donald Trump. It's about his policies. That's it. Donald Trump changed the Republican Party. Nikki Haley will never be the president because she is just fine with going back to what the Republican Party was. She could have uh, Chris Christie on her ticket, and they'd still garner less than 3%. In fact, if she put t- Chris, t- Chris Christie on the ticket, it'd probably drop a little. Anyway, those are my thoughts. I mean, you can, you can share yours at 800-922-6680. So yesterday, uh, there were three whistleblowers of the FBI on uh, Capitol Hill. Marcus Allen... Yes, like the football player, Garrett O'Boyle and Steve Friend. And yesterday, uh, Linda Sanchez did a little, uh, I guess, a little research before the hearing and found somebody online on Twitter was named Marcus Allen. And I know it's a, it's a very uncommon name, right? Like Arnold Schwarzenegger. There's probably, what, a half a million Arnold Schwarzeneggers in America? No, not really. Anyway, here is uh, here is Linda Sanchez. This is one of the dumbest things since Hank Johnson said that Guam could tip over. The, the island could tip over. He did it. Literally did it. Just trust me on it. I'm not going to play it again. 
But here is Linda Sanchez. She found somebody on Twitter named Marcus Allen who tweeted something. And here's Marcus Allen going, yeah, that's not me. That's not me. And she still tries to make it relevant to the argument and, and tries to go after him for someone named Marcus. It's just, yeah. Thank you. Mr. Allen, have you ever used Twitter, yes or no? I have utilized Twitter, yes. Okay, and is your account at Marcus A97050645? That is absolutely not my account. Okay, that's not your account. Well, on December 5th, 2022, an account under the name Marcus Allen... Okay, what, what does that have to do with any freaking thing at all? Uh, you know, it'd be like somebody say, uh, you know, on October the whatever of whatever, a, a Twitter named uh, Rob Carson, uh, lady ma ladies man 6969 apparently was his handle. Is that you? No, it's not me. That's not me at all. Well, Mr. Carson, I'd like to ask you about something that was actually posted on that. Retweeted a tweet that said, That quote, is not my account, ma'am. You haven't let me finish the question, <laughs> Might sir. Might have been the football player. You haven't let me finish. <laughs> Might have been the football player. Why don't you see if O.J. Simpson is on there? Question. On and the time is mine. On uh, December 5th, 2022, an uh, account under the name of Marcus Allen yes. retweeted a tweet that said, quote, Nancy Pelosi staged January 6th. Retweet if you agree, end quote. Do you agree with that statement? Yes or no? That that is I don't no ma'am. That's not my account at all. Yeah. I have I'm no asking idea. whether you agree with that statement, yes or no. Can you please rephrase the statement? Yeah. Do you oh, I didn't just start the thing by saying somebody tweeted the, or, or just say, here's the statement. Do you agree with this? Instead of saying, well, there was another guy named Marcus Allen who put this online, so you must be down with it. I'm the gentle lady has expired. staged January 6th. I just want him to answer he'll answer. He'll answer. Question. Yeah, he'll answer. I'm just telling you your time's up. Do you believe that Nancy Pelosi, do you agree with the statement that this person tweeted that Nancy Pelosi staged January 6th? Yes I, or I no? No. You know, and uh, this woman should be uh, humiliated and embarrassed. I mean, personally, should should feel shame and embarrassment, but she's not capable of it because she's not smart enough. That's the thing. And, and that's why I've said that if you think that the, the best and brightest in America uh, are working on Capitol Hill representing you, uh, you're out of your nut. Uh, you know, some of them are. There were some really smart people on Capitol Hill. Jim Jordan, kaboom. Uh, Cory Bush, derp, 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 derp. I mean, honestly, barely smart enough to keep her autonomic breathing system going. That's the dumbest thing that was said yesterday. But don't worry, there were other dumb things, and I've got lots of that coming up on the other side of this break. This is The Rob Carson Show. We the people are mad as hell. The Rob Carson Show. You know, it's kind of weird. we got a whole lot of whistleblowers coming out while Joe Biden is the president. Where are all the Trump whistleblowers? Where are all the people coming out and saying, Donald Trump, he did this, he did that? Well, there was one, and he overheard supposedly a conversation with Vladimir Zelensky, and it was nonsensical. It, it, was, uh, it wasn't uh, impeachable, but by God in heaven, they went after Donald Trump, didn't they? Yesterday, uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, whose, I mean, uh, voice makes you just want to Stab your eardrums out with knitting needles. Here she is yesterday denying that the three uh, whistleblowers who've had their lives destroyed by the FBI, by the way. Here are the three. Uh, here she is saying that the three whistleblowers who've had their lives destroyed because they said, we don't want to investigate parents who oppose CRT. And we think you're overpunishing the January the 6th uh, defendants because uh, you are. Uh, here is uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz denying that they're even whistleblowers. I'm inquiring, and I was not... And I've told inquiring. you, 
that when it comes to whistleblowers, you are not entitled to it. That's these at the discretion of Mr. Allen. Mr. Chairman, these individuals have been determined not, not to be whistleblowers. These are not whistleblowers. If I woke up every morning and I heard that voice, I would just reach for the revolver. No, uh, just for me. They've been determined by the agency not... Nah, just stick with knitting needles. ...to be whistleblowers. Are you deciding that they're whistleblowers? <laughs> yes, the law decides. Did you not listen to Mr. Levitt's testimony? Did you not read the law? The <laughs> law decides that they are whistleblowers. This attorney is recognizes the gentlelady from the New York. The law not The gentlelady from New York has been recognized. Wow. Just wow. Here's something brand new from Jim Gossett about the hearings. Corruption Junction, where is race compunction? The FBI should hang their head in shame. Corruption Junction, the FBI's function to smear whistleblowers and ruin their name. Corruption Junction, what obstruction? They'll make up stuff about you when you whistleblow. Corruption Junction, such dysfunction. Christopher Ray and his goon squad must go. Corruption Junction, corruption malfunction. Get an injunction. Uh, they cause destruction. Yep. Corruption That's Junction. That's what it all is. What are their, instead of and button or? What are their, uh, you know, and button or? They'll take you very far. And I think there was corruption, but there really wasn't. Or we blame Donald Trump. Maybe that's the way they do it. I, I don't know. This is Eric Bowling last night talking about this uh, representative, Stacey Plaskett. She is a non-voting member of the uh, <laughs> of the House. Where's she from? Guam? That's going to tip over. I don't know. Anyway, here she is yesterday uh, making uh, remarks, her opening remarks about the, uh, the uh, weaponization committee and being completely wrong about everything. Nearly out of the gate, Plaskett brought MAGA right into it. Perhaps they're too far gone to realize that, in fact, this hearing is evidence, as if we need it anymore, that MAGA Republicans are a threat to the rule of law in America. I'm proudly that, I guess. Less than two months ago, former President Trump, facing mounting investigations into his many alleged crimes. And all of them falling because they had nothing to back them up every single time for seven years. Declared that, quote, Republicans in Congress should defund the DOJ and the FBI until they can come to their senses. One thousand percent. And we all know that when Trump says jump, the Republicans in the House say how high. The reason we're here today is because Chairman Jordan wants to make America Trump again. My Republican colleague. Why are you so afraid of Trump? Because he's going to win? Is that it? That's what they're afraid of. Colleagues aren't here representing their constituents, not my constituents. They're representing Donald Trump. Trump, 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 Trump. This Trump. committee, this select committee, is a clearinghouse for testing conspiracy theories. Yeah, why are they still afraid of him? Yeah, if they're supposedly not, he's not going to win. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. If you don't know already, I am live noon to three Eastern Standard Time on talk radio stations across the country and the replay of every show is available everywhere you find podcasts. Make sure to check out my TV show on Newsmax called Rob Carson's What in the World? And above all, don't catch the stupid. stupid, stupid. 